Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to That's the Name of a Beer. My name is Jules, your humble host for the day. And I'm joined by Chez. Hey. Sharyar. Hi. And we're going to guide you to a place we call Sexy Town, all right? And we're going to take you there. It's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. We're going to sit you down and we're going to put on That's the Name of a Beer, our podcast. You're going to be so wet before this is over. This is my sexy voice. Isn't this how you be sexy, guys? Ooh, man. That did sound to me. You don't want to know. <laughs> but let's talk about some porters and some lagers. Except that we, I had a except, nice except, the except that we ain't. We ain't talking about that. Because today, we've got a mission. A divinely given mission. A mission that it has taken us three tries to try to get out. Because one of us has to be indoctrinated into the Church of Perry. You see, two of us were born in the correct country. Jules, who dost thou think that might be? The brown guy? Which one? The other brown guy? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. See, Shia has never seen a Tyler Perry movie. Ah, I was right. And... That's a pop culture phenomenon. You see, the Boondocks has made fun of Tyler Perry. South Park has made fun of Tyler Perry. But Sharia has not witnessed the true brilliance that is Sir Magister, the man, the myth, the Medea, Tyler Perry. He knows not that his ways are wrong. So, so you know, we decided to introduce a decent sample size we said we're gonna you're not gonna watch one tyler perry movie we're not doing a movie review on one we're not watching two tyler perry movies we're completing the holy trinity and we're watching three tyler perry movies he was ordained diary of a mad black woman Medea's family reunion and why did i get married now tyler perry as a new convert could you step up to the podium and lead us in prayer and discussion thank you brother chess Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. This, this here be the first week of my baptism. Um, my commencement, my beginning and my entry into the world of Tyler Perry, the wonderful world of Medea. Your alpha and omega. My alpha and my omega. <laughs> no, but honestly, uh, this is the Tyler Perry episode. It is the episode that we promised. We did promise this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we did. We did. We're not. And we're Shari, not liars. I think you. We're not. No. Seriously, we're not. No. No. Even we though we're minorities. This. And also, Shariar, I just want to say I think you meant the alpha and the oh my god, omega, omega. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you too. <laughs> No, that is what I did mean, Jules. I am so glad you put it that way because that is the true meaning of what I said. Um, so I had actually seen a Medea movie, um, a, a Tyler Perry movie by extension. So I saw, um, what was it, a Medea Halloween. So which is probably the least representative of what his movies generally are. I, but I do have a point to make about that. Mm -hmm. every, when I told people we were doing a Tyler Perry episode, Every fucking person I talked to was like, you got to watch Boo, a, a Halloween story or a Medea Halloween. And I'm like, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're actually doing this correctly. 
Yeah, no. Yeah. Because honestly, like, no, <laughs> yeah. you, Chess, you did mention that there are some pop culture, um, like, references to Tyler Perry. And the references yeah. to Tyler Perry are all, like, from Boo, um, the Medea Halloween. I think that was the movie. I might be wrong. But anyway, um, so my idea of the movies were that it was going to be all Medea based. Like, you know, I thought Medea was going to be the centerpiece of the movies. Um, it was all going to be about, you know, just him being raunchy as Medea. What was that movie that, um, what was it? It was Big Mama's House or something like that? It's Eddie Murphy. Oh, Martin Lawrence. Yeah, 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 Martin yeah. Lawrence. No, no, Mar no, Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I said Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh, okay. Martin Lawrence? Yeah, Martin Lawrence. I thought yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. My bad. Martin Eddie Lawrence. Murphy did the clumps where he did yeah. dress up as a fat woman. Oh, oh okay. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That, yeah, that's making sense. I was having them together in my head. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they're almost the same movie. Yeah. My impression <laughs> was that it was going to be a little more like <laughs> uh, a little more like Big Mama's house. But yeah. but I'm so glad that you um, listeners, by the way, when I say you, I mean, both Chez and Jules, they both made the list of movies for us to watch. Um, so it was Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Um, what was it? Family Reunion. And it was. Uh, Why did I get married? Why? Why did I get married? Why did I get married? Right. Why did I get married? So I enjoyed those movies. We talked trash the whole time while we were watching the movies. Yeah. All of them. All of them. That's what we do. But at the same time. As is tradition. As <laughs> is tradition. But I really enjoyed all those movies. Mm-hmm. Praise it. Um, the thing that I enjoyed the most about those movies um, is that they were so unexpected. So right now, if you ask me, what do I, what do I think... Um, a Tyler Perry movie is about. I'll tell you that what Tyler Perry does, or at least aims to do in every one of his movies, is tell a story about um, men and women. That's what he tries to do. It's not men versus women. It's men and women. That's what I felt like. You guys could disagree, and that's fine. Um, and he talks about this in the context of family. And there's a lot of... Um, interplay between how the relationship between men and women affects family as a whole and how the concept of family affects the relationship between men and women. Um, and it was wonderful to see this, but it's it's also very heavy and hard-hitting um, to the point where uh, Medea was almost essential. Like She was essential to the movies because without any kind of comic relief, there would have been too much, to be honest with you. And she was a great comic relief for what it's worth. So I think if we're going to talk about what my takeaways were from the Medea movies, uh, from the Tyler Perry movies, because we did also do Why Did I Get Married, which is not a Medea movie. Um, it's also my favorite Tyler Perry movie. I think it would be my favorite too. I think As it would... is tradition. <laughs> I think it would be my favorite. So I think what we should really be discussing is Tyler Perry's portrayal of men and Tyler Perry's portrayal of women. Like, I think that's what we should start off. I think that's our... a good place to start, but I also think you touched upon something that I think we should circle back to after. What der Medea der? Medea der a lot for those <laughs> movies. What der she der? Okay. But I, I, we, we can't talk about the portrayal of men and women first. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were doing a, a Cardi B impression <laughs> or a Medea impression. Correct. It was just like, hello. Correct. Correct. Whatever one you pick. Correct. 
<laughs> Would, whichever one strikes the most fear in your heart, that's the one you hear. Yes, dear listeners. <laughs> whatever one makes my girlfriend wet, that one. Yeah, it's mm. all about the whack. <laughs> the whap. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> it, it is. But yeah. It is. So what are your what is your question regarding his portrayal of men versus women? Or men or, and women. And, and women. It's not really so much of a question. I, I guess if I had to ask a question, it would be like, why is he portraying men and women the way he does or the way he is? Um, because I think it's kind of very unique to him. Yeah, no, it really, really is. Like, for instance, um, in the Medea movies, there was there's usually a main focus in, a, in some form of life lesson. And the, for the two movies we watch, men didn't really, men were very two-dimensional pretty much that's one and, thing that's very interesting like it's it's a movie yeah. written by a man but the, yeah. the men characters mm -hmm. are generally very like generally two-dimensional yeah 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 very but it's it, it's but the you, you gotta the other thing you gotta remember is this movie was really targeted towards black women and black and black families like you know older black women and it, it it really really was because it has like that respect of family thing, and it has like a lesson. It was just like because you know how grandmothers love to be like, mm, I told her not to go with that man. Mm, I knew he was bad news this whole time. Mm -hmm. Like you know that 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 thing, and it, which is really funny because that too is like a, a trope that 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 we have. It, it like as just like in the back of our heads, we all have that trope in our minds. It's it mm -hmm. honestly think. It's way more of a trope in movies starring black females. It's why yes. are you with that no good man when mm. there's this yeah. other man who's so much better? And that's the dichotomy yes. in the Medea movies, especially the ones that we watched, especially mm -hmm. is that there's a no yeah. good man mm -hmm. and he's bald. He's very dark skinned and he has a goatee, which is fucked up. But those those two men had those every single three one. traits. Every single. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is like the bad guy is always attractive because it's got to be like if he was evil. It's an attractive, dark skinned guy with a goatee yeah. who is also yeah, bald. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yeah exactly. Yes, like yes. he wasn't ugly. It's just those were the three features that he was like. That means evil. Exactly. <laughs> He's like that exactly. means evil. That means and, I uh, beat my wife. And. and <laughs> Yo, actually, they both did too. Exactly, they both, <laughs> yeah, no, they both did. They both did too. Um, but the movies, the movies, the movies just—they hit really differently now for me. They they hit really differently now for me. Yeah, just like the men in the movies. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because 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 when I'm realizing, I'm realizing I dodged the bullet because I kept my hairline. I was like, yeah, I'm not one of the bad ones. Oh well, no, for sure. Because because he casted bald actors. To play haired men yes. and then gave them pieces because he was like, "You can't be yourself. Yes. You gotta yes. put some hair on, motherfucker, so you could be a exactly. good guy." Um, the good guys were actually bald in real life, but he made yeah. them have hair for the movies. Yep, like like, and it, it, it's really funny because that's the that's the thing the Boondocks made fun of, like you know, yes. like about. <laughs> The light skin, he's <laughs> like the light skin dude who just got out of jail, but he but he found God and his grandma is the only person that matters to him. <laughs> yes, 
Yeah, he got kids. It but was just like he's a good man, and his girl did him dirty, and that's why he's single. Yeah. And he takes care of them. You know how unlikely mm-hmm. that shit is in real life. How often men get custody <laughs> yeah. of their children. What I what I love though is like when the for the trope of the of the dark skinned evil guy in the Boondocks, they're just like I'm the guy who looks like the actor from, and they reference another movie the actor is from because they don't remember his name or his character's name <laughs> because because all of them are the no same one does. Because <laughs> all of them exactly. The so dude. like. So there's like, yeah, he's that act. He, he looks like that actor from this movie because they because because they're so interchangeable. Yeah. And um, and it's and it's hilarious. And like, I know it. I think it's really funny. It's great. That, that, it's that's great. what they it's do. It's really great. But the other thing that I want to highlight highlight over here is highlight. <laughs> yell it out. Come on. The other thing out. I want to highlight over here um, is that, OK, you've got the good guy. It's not the same. And how did I get married? It's not the same. No, it's not the same in How Did I Get Married. There's a little more nuance to it, but Mm -hmm. there is some common theme. And and this is what I felt like the common theme was. Men are generally portrayed as dogs. Like, you know, like the whole whole expression, men are dogs. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 Um, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna bring the example of um what is it, Madea's brother, who's also played by Tyler Perry. Um yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's was it a oh, brother yeah, or was yeah. it like a It's her brother. That, it's her that, brother. That was it's her brother. brother right? That's her brother. He's brother. in a lot okay. of movies her brother. too. He's in a yeah, lot. He's in yeah, he's in all, of, all of the movies. He's in all of he, them. Whatever movie if Tyler Perry's in the movie then both If Medea's in the movie, he's in the movie cuz they live together. Right. Yeah. So, um in the first movie that we watched Diary of a Matt Black Woman, he basically says that, you know, um the the lead the female lead comes to Medea and Medea finds out that she's being beaten by her husband, uh, and he basically essentially says that yeah that's just how it is. And in the second movie that we watched, the second Medea movie that we watched, um, there is this scene which really fucking disturbed the crap out of me. Like it fucked me yeah, up. Talk about it. So about it. this was the scene. Uh, this is again with. Um, uh, this is again the brother, with Medea's brother. brother, played by Tyler Perry, right? So he is sitting outside with some of his old dude friends, and a bunch of teenage girls are passing by, and they get one of the teenage girls, who, by the way, are family, just worth mentioning, right? Technically, they're family. They get her to bring out beer from the bottom of a cooler so that she bends over in front of them, and they can, you know objectify her now i do understand that women have to go through a lot in their uh in their daily lives and this might not be an experience that's uncommon to what women experience i like i have been told i don't know um but just seeing it out there really fucked me up and and that's how he portrays guys to be fair i make my girlfriend get things off the top shelf so that she hops Yo, oh, I, I can't mean, wait I for that. her to hear that joke. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> but on a on a on a in a more on a little bit more serious note, though, I'm not gonna like because this kind of sucks. Um, it's it goes into this thing where the like normalizing, sexualizing young black bodies, yeah, and that's a thing that happens in media a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's something that like the black community, I don't think is, that him, has been struggling with. For I don't a think lot. that he do, him doing it though, 
is satirical. Is, yeah, it's it's like I feel no. like in his case, it's very genuine. It feels like it's a genuine thing because that character, yes, yeah. he's funny, but he's not a bad guy. He doesn't beat his wife. Yeah, I mean, like, and and also, and but but also at the same time, though, I guess there's a reason why it was the character that was played by Tyler Perry who did the who did that. Yeah. Like, like for instance, like no, when when he was the one that was like, oh, can you can you, can you get Uncle um, Uncle Kevin here a, 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 a cold cold soda from the bottom? Yeah. It was just like, oh, there's nothing in there. It's like, okay, oh, you like check check again just to make sure. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, like he was the one. Like it was the character played by Tyler Perry think, doing it. I think because he was the character, like Tyler Perry himself played that character, and that character was written, um, yeah, to be that way. to be yeah. that way. Um, I think it is satire. I think he is calling attention to the fact that this. Oh is hell done. yeah, he is. Hell I think, yeah, he I, is. think hell a little, I think a little. I do think that like that character seen as a degenerate. So like yes. Yep. Everyone looks at him and thinks, oh, that guy sucks, except that everyone's also checking out that girl's ass. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, yeah, that character is written as a degenerate, but the other guys at the table, and this is not like one other person, it's a bunch of people. uh, They're all like completely going along with it. This is just like the way things are. And I found that to be interesting because, yes, the characters, the men, especially in the first two movies, were one-dimensional. But at the same time, it was interesting that this is the dimension that they were given. Yeah. Yeah, but like, and the other thing you tend to find out too is like, it's not only like white people that have like that creepy uncle that, you know, <laughs> kids a little too much. You know? Hey, like, hey, hey. You know? If you're going to include black people in this, you better include brown people in this too. My people are saying, fucked my sister, up. My I mean, sister does not have children. I am not the creepy uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, true, true. But like, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure like Z could probably be like, nah, man, some of our uncles are bad fucking creepy. So thank goodness we have mostly aunts. <laughs> yeah, thank God, exactly. Yeah. Like seeing older Haitian dudes like looking at Tasha, and I'm just like, if we weren't in a church right now, I would break your neck, bro. <laughs> I'm just like, and this, and this was, and this was when Tasha was in high school. This is like Maxine with an N. Yeah. Yo, no, dude. With an N. Maxine man. with an N. Man, man, don't even get me started. <laughs> we don't have time. Right? We're talking about Tyler okay. Perry. We don't have time. But Tyler Perry. But like, okay, but, but, but let me get back to my point, though. Let me, let me get back to my point, though. Like, the point I was trying to make is, like, he brings attention to it in a satirical way. But it's also something that made all of us go... Hey, wait a minute. That character's supposed to be funny, not a pedo. And we were all concerned about him pulling out that camera. I think we were I, all very concerned I think about t- that. I think at the time, people would have found that funny. I think it's now that we're watching it with our current lens, we're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's gross. But I think at the mm-hmm. time, a lot of people probably thought that scene was funny. I mean, do you think which it was just go- for the which funny is not factor? Correct. Which is not correct. Right. I just think at the time, most people that saw that scene laughed at it. Do you think that that scene... This is, again, your opinion. We don't know what Tyler Perry was thinking. But, Chaz, do you think that that yeah. was uh, brought into the movie or put in the movie because of I think, humor? Or? I think he thought it was funny. He definitely thought yeah, it was I funny. Yeah, definitely, I definitely think so. That scene is I like definitely think he shot well, and I mean, Jules, you can't think that it's funny and that it's 
bringing attention to the fact that things are no 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 what i'm saying is like um he knew people would laugh at this he'd be like oh that character's a perv exactly. and he's checking out his hot um niece, niece <laughs> or something niece. like that yeah. yeah yeah i think people yeah, yeah, that's but like, what people but like, thought like um, Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is like when I watched this when I was younger, I laughed at it. Yeah, no, I I, I get yeah, the point. I laughed at it. I I thought it was funny. But now, now as 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 an adult, and I'm looking at things, and the way I look at the world now, I'm just like, huh, holy shit! Like even then, even then, like there were lessons in these movies. Like you could learn, you could still learn a lot from watching these movies. That's the that I think that's the point I'm trying to make, and I missed making before is that there's still things to learn. That's fine. Um, let's yeah. get back to something that Ches was saying. You said that the character of men is two-dimensional. We, t- we started talking about how the characters of men were very two-dimensional in the first two movies that we watched with Medea in them. Uh, but that was not exactly the case in the third movie in Why Did I Get Married? What do you think was the main characteristics that was given to men in that movie? So I want to preface this with, yes, there is an evil bald guy with a goatee who has no redeemable qualities. That does ex- <laughs> He does exist in this movie as well. Um, but the other husbands in that relationship are all dealing with relationship problems. And not all of them, but let's see. Of the ones that were, there were three dealing with relationship problems. I think one of them was like kind of unreasonable. The other two were like very like written in with dichot like with dichotomies or like with opposite perspectives. There was no nuance to their character, basically. Yeah, like like mm-hmm. Marcus was an asshole because he did cheat on his wife, but the reason he cheated on his wife is because she emasculated him. She made him feel like he wasn't an equal partner in the relationship. Was that why he cheated, though? I think that has a lot to I do. I mean, with that it. leads. That that leads to it, man. That can that, lead that's to exactly. It. I'm what sure it, it had yeah. something to do with it, but like we don't know that that was the only reason that he cheated. It it, it I feel like it's implied. I mean, in the end, it turns that's out his wife. It implied. turns out that his wife also cheated, and so like it it paints her in an incredibly negative view. Oh oh, actually actually, mm-hmm. there is something that Ches Ches does have a good point because when when his ex comes to the barbershop looking for him mm-hmm. and um um and uh angela said something about like calling mark saying like marcus wasn't a man and his ex responded well he's man enough to handle all of this which brings me to which kind of validates what you're saying Chaz, a bit that, that he was looking for right validation as a guy and that's why he cheated yes honestly yes. when i was re-watching this movie when I was rewatching this movie, because it is my favorite Tyler Perry movie, because of one specific scene, which I hope we talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we have to. But I actually was very frustrated watching the movie, rewatching the movie, because it was one of my favorite Tyler Perry movies, because of how unreasonably I felt the women were written compared to the men. Because in the Medea movies, the women are protagonists. They're ones that have mm-hmm. to overcome, like insufferable or like ridiculous odds and make the decision where their heart and their brain are making different decisions and they have to align because the heart wants the shitty bald guy that has a goatee but their mind knows they should pick the guy with hair that's light-skinned and they have to eventually <laughs> i think it's the like, other way around decision. is it not 
Oh no, no, no. it's always that way. It's it's that no, way. No, like well, it's the other way, then, as in like the heart. Like they wanted to be no. like the woman wanted to be with the light skinned no, 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 guy. No, like no. the mind is the mind is logical. The heart is stuck on its old feelings. Oh, okay, you know? okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but in like why did I get married? It just feels like I was frustrated because I didn't feel like any of the women had a significant point, and that made me mad. Not as like as a man, I was like all of the women's arguments are really like degenerative and like kind of fucked up. The only people who whose argument I thought had any legitimacy was Janet Jackson's character in Gavin. I was like, that's a real debate that couples have. That's incredibly complicated. Every other couple. I was like, this mm-hmm. is black and white. Why are we pretending this is an issue? Yep. Right. The one thing I'll say, I think you've set up a great transition over here. Um, we can start talking about how the women were written, especially in that movie. Um, you mentioned how the woman didn't have a valid kind of point of view or line of reasoning or logical line of reasoning. I think that was the contrast that was set up that the men in the movies, they were essentially, like I said, you know, dogs or pigs because, you know, they knew about the cheating and they were all okay about this. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of scenes where that, they didn't say this anything at is, all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, they, there was this whole thing about like how men should cheat. And that was the discussion that they were having. But at the same time, if you look at the people, uh, if you look at the couples who are having relationship trouble, the men in those relationships, as much as they were flawed, they also had the more reasonable way of thinking about this. Whereas we're looking at why did I get married didn't. to everyone? Oh yeah, yeah, we're yeah. focusing a little bit on why did I get married? So yeah, 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 we we, we mentioned that. So I think that's sort of like the last point that I want to leave the conversation about men on that men were written as flawed more narrow characters uh than the than the woman but they were also you know at at least in the last movie they were they were the more reasonable more logical ones so let's move on into the next bit um okay just let's preface this though we are a bunch of men (laughs) talking about how women are characterized in a movie so there's a lot of bias here and we're assholes for doing this. Um, and I'm really sorry about that. But it's just... I'm not. How... I know everything about women. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear me laughing, then please, yeah. Like, we're being dicks and segueing well. We're, 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 we're trying to just see the movie from our perspective. Um, we're not taking a stance and trying to make a point over here. But Jules... How do you think um, Tyler Perry characterizes women? Like, what stands out for, what stands out to you as being things that he emphasizes? Well, let me just tell you this, Sharyar. As an expert in womanology, (laughs) the only one, the only one, fuck you, Trump. (laughs) Okay, see, that's the thing, man. Women do not like being grabbed by the vajayjay without you, you without them saying so. Hang on, Jules, I need to take notes. And that's um, a fact. What was that thing? You should, you should write. Women, um, uh, women, women are people. They are. You have to look shit. at their eyes, not their nipples. What? What Fuck. if their eyes are their nipples? Then God I'm bless me. Like that once because <laughs> women got good nipples. You will okay, never lose eye contact. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the women, yo, the women in this movie, the women in this movie. Why did I get married? The women in this movie. Oh, why did I marry? And and you gotta and I love comparing them to the other women in yeah in, in Tyler Perry's movies. Both. You know, and I love and I love doing that because you look at you know Angela, you look at Janet Jackson's character, you look at all the other women. I'm I'm not remembering. I can't remember their names. It's, it's fine. fine. Just don't you know, worry and, about it. Um, and it honestly kind of blows my mind by by like how vulnerable he made a lot of the women in why did i get married because the women like the the woman who's usually vulnerable is usually the the one who's leaving the dark-skinned guy who's been beating her in the medea movies the protagonist and, is the vulnerable in the, one. in the medea movies the the protagonist is vulnerable and has something to overcome in this movie it's it's played by jill scott who did a great job she did a very good job. Oh, she did a she did a great job. Yes. That was the role she played. So you could say she was the protagonist. No, but I agree. She wasn't. I think so. She wasn't. Really? But she was. But she also wasn't because she had the least screen time. Cause cause in the Medea in, in the Medea movies too, they kind of did that where they moved away to show you other characters. And in doing so, I, I think I follow like things. Yeah, yeah, like things for the main protagonist moves along on its own. So, so like a lot of the crazy, a lot of the crazy shit you see is like, it, like, well, not you see, I see, I should say that I see is like Janet Jackson is vulnerable, but she's still like headstrong. She's still headstrong. I think she's the best written female in that movie. Yes, yeah, but but here's the thing though, is it? Acting ability or written? No, I I think no, she was. Her, I think her character, character was written very well. Yeah. No, because no, because honestly, she killed it. She did kill she it. She killed it, and she's a great. She's a great actress too. Because like, um, um, you know, every, you have to think like everyone had the same script. Yeah. So, but not everyone so, had so the same lines. Degree, not everyone had the same. Yeah. Lines. Yeah. In so, the same roles, I guess. John right. Jackson. I guess is, you're right. Um, Janet Jackson is headstrong, um, but yeah. you know um, she is she is out of the woman in the story. She seems to be the most well written and most logical. She is vulnerable too. So the other woman, and, and she's vulnerable in a beautiful way. <sighs> truly, yeah, well, truly. So, why did it stand out to you that they were vulnerable? Like, you know, what makes you think that they were more vulnerable than is natural or normal? Like, or is that what you're going for, Jules? Yes, because so the 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 vulnerability that the main characters, that the protagonists in the in the Medea movies had, it was more of a physical danger, right? There it was there was physical it was, danger. It there. was also emotional. And, and and also emotional, yes. But in this regard, it's strictly emotional and it's not coming from a source, at least for three out of the four women. It's not coming from a source that wants to hurt them or hates them or treats them terribly. And actually, does you know? not, I don't think that they're vulnerable because of the men. Yeah, like, like, like no, exactly. It's not because of the men. Um, what, what, what Jules is trying to say is that the women's issues are not with the yeah. men that they're dating. 
it's with their social status and relationship to society versus what the expectations yes. are for the men that they're with. So in Angela's specific exactly. relationship, she's the breadwinner. And so mm-hmm. that's the big yeah. problem between them is that Angela's the breadwinner and Marcus ain't doing shit. He works for her, except that because she's the breadwinner, she's like, I'm strong, I'm independent. She forgets that Marcus is the one that allowed her to be in the position she's in by being successful, making a lot of money, supporting her dreams. And then he mm-hmm. got injured yep. and was no longer able to provide that. So Angela stepped up, became successful with the start that yeah. she got from him. And then her character, this is the part that is irrational. And then her character shits on him the rest of the movie. That's the part I think is yeah. irrational. That, yeah, it's irrational. But mm-hmm. do you think that, I think Jules might be onto something. Do you think that that happens because she feels so vulnerable about the fact that she's having to win the bread for the family? I don't think it's any vulner. I don't think it's a vulnerability thing because her I, I don't character think it's is such oh, okay. I think, I think like it's just a pride. outspoken character. Yeah, she's pride. Yeah, it's her pride. She's like I. She's like I did it and like kind of forgot where she came mm. from. And that's the part that I think is irrational in that character is that she's like yeah. I did it. I worked hard. I earned the money. And mm-hmm. it's like I agree with like you are doing that now. You should be supported, but you have to remember yeah. that he helped you. Why are you treating him like that? And the other thing, too, is you could tell, like, she wanted him to be more, um, um, like, um, the, like, make a decision, you know, make a choice, be more outspoken, be, um, um, that, like, you know, she, she wants to, like, provide, do something. But in her mind, in her mind, her idea of, like, you know, do something, provide something. Like, if you're not providing anything, if you're not bringing anything, if you're not putting anything on the table, how the hell can you say that, like, you know, I'm, like, like how are you saying, like, oh, you, you're here for me and you're going to protect me? So, like, when he finally, like, told them both to shut the hell up and calm the hell down, um, like, when he finally did that, she was just like, oh, so you had it in you this whole time? So do you and, think that that's what, that's what she was yeah. waiting for? I think I I think that's what she wanted. She wanted him to be, to to me to to be more careful. You know, like some people are like, oh, who wears the pants, like that kind of thing. She she wants she she wants an alpha. But I think and, that kind of lends itself to the and, whole and like yeah exactly. And he's dealing with like a lot of self doubt, and he's and she's and her shitting on him doesn't help him. And then when he finally when he goes, is talking to his ex and his ex is giving him validation. Yeah, okay, he cheats. It's still wrong. But that's that's kind of the point that I was making initially exactly. where it's like the men yeah. are doing things that are wrong, but they're Exactly. when it comes down to it, they have the more reasonable way of approaching it. Yeah. You also have to remember that her character also cheats. So he positions her in yes. an extra unreasonable position. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> her character does also cheat. I didn't actually think that that was that much of an issue because she knew that he was cheating on her no no the way the argument is phrased is like you didn't get vd from your ex you got vd from me because i cheated on you that's how yeah, that argument but like she is knew asked. she knew that he had like a bunch of other relationships with the, that he was sleeping around it was no no, no he no, wasn't sleeping it was around. more he was not sleeping. it was yeah, more no. of a you hurt me but guess what i hurt you first type of thing 
No, but like yeah. that's what happened at the beginning of the movie. She, she talks to him on the train about like you know his other relationships. She's aware that he's cheating on her. Yeah, she in she was literally asking him about the baby mama. Yeah, because like so 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 it looks like the kids she he has with her are older than the kids he has with Angela. Okay, so that means he used he was with her before that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're in each other's lives. Yeah, no, I, I get you that know, they're in each other's lives. Yeah. I maybe I saw this wrong, but I had I was yeah, under like, the impression that um, it was known between them that at some point Marcus had cheated, or at least oh, something like Marcus, that. Marcus Marcus predated Angela. I mean, I mean, his baby yeah. mama predated Angela. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it came before and then after, but he did cheat on her with the. She constantly accuses him of that. She constantly accuses him of that. It just so happened he recently just did it. We don't know if he had been doing it, but he did do it. I mean, he was, and then he he got he and then he got the burn. So like <laughs> you know, it it is what it is. That's actually kind of interesting. Angela's character, I think, in some ways, um, does a little bit of what Medea does in the other movies. But she is also very um, unreasonable. The other woman character, I think she was written well. I think the angle from which she's being unreasonable was a fair angle. But at the same time, she is being characterized as being unreasonable. It's uh, it's Tyler Perry's wife. Well, I mean, like, um, I forgot her name. You and I are not. The one who's a lawyer and is no, working I... on a case and is like, you know, yeah, basically yeah, yeah, a workahol- yeah. workaholic. The workaholic, yeah. You and I are not yeah. going to agree on this. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Ooh. Okay. Okay, let's see this. Let's hear the this. The issue that I have with this is that they both have respectable careers, and she spends... Because it's not like he's working at home. He's a fucking pediatrician, and she keeps talking to him like his career doesn't mean shit. And he's the one making the effort to make their relationship work. You know how much school you have to go through to be a pediatrician? Just as much school as you need to go through to be a lawyer. And like, that's the issue that I have with her is that they're both incredibly well-respected professions and her character talks down to him all the time. She's like, you're upset about my success. He's a fucking pediatrician. He makes decent money and he still makes time for you. And that's the I issue that I have. I think what you're missing... I think what, uh, no, I get it. Like, you know, that she is being unreasonable. Um, I think the reason I'm okay with the way she's being unreasonable, I'm not saying that she's not being, re- I'm not saying that she's being reasonable. We, got, we understand, we understand, we understand. But um, the way she's being unreasonable makes sense to me because she knows that she's not making time for him and that he's making time for her. But she is characterized as being someone who's super dedicated to her job and is super defensive about her job. And she thinks that people don't want her to succeed. So rather than recognizing that her husband's trying to tell her that she needs to invest more time into their marriage, she's taking it personally as he doesn't want her to succeed. So she lashes out in any way she can. And because her insecurities are based on her position and her job, she says that, oh, you're jealous of my job, rather than acknowledging and looking into her own life and seeing that, no, the problem over here is me. I'm not really paying too much attention to my marriage. Again, she is unreasonable, but I can see how someone would do that. The, the, main, the main thing I do think is, like, 
she's wrestling with like you know being a like being a being a successful black woman in law um, with a family is a hard thing to do and there's no denying her accomplishments but i agree with you chez <laughs> like both well respected professions what are you getting your pennies in a bunch about <laughs> and fine the way he communicated it could have been better oh he did not com- he did not communicate well he did not communicate he did well. not mm-hmm. They're they're both flawed individuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both flawed. He's individuals. like, I just want to get fucked. And that's not the fundamental problem here. No, that's that is that's not, not the it. Just because, like, right now, here. right now, that's all you could think about because sexual you're frustration. Honestly, just 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 sexually frustrated. Yeah, and it happens. Which is reasonable. Yeah. Um, which I like, get. But yeah, which is which which yeah which is understandable. But that's but not like, really the way it should be. That's brought. not exactly. the heart yeah. of their it's issue. Not. It's not. That's not the heart mm-hmm. of their issue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like. I honestly think, and and this is this is like about this specific couple, about Tyler Perry's character and his lawyer wife, and like the pettiness they showed was immense, was like insanely immature, <laughs> pretending like her making wanting to make him think that she cheated, that that she cheated on him, yeah, and then him doing that too, was, like that was, was a lot dumb. of pettiness. Both those scenes were I unnecessary. I wanted them to divorce. I wanted them to divorce. Honestly, I really did. I, thought, I, I was thought like, they were. I, didn't I was read... like, you don't guys, you guys don't deserve to be a. You guys are both kind of shitty, because yes, you're mm-hmm. correct, Tyler Perry, but you're an asshole and you're not communicating well, and you guys mm-hmm. just don't shouldn't be in a couple together. You guys just need to break up because you obviously cannot communicate. Yo, honestly, the thing I forgot, mm-hmm. the thing I think we all forgot, is her getting a a, a, a hysterectomy. No, it was her. She got her tubes tied. She got her tubes tied. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, she got. She got. She got a. She got her tubes. I forget what the what's that called. It's it's called Um, getting your tubes tied. Hysterectomy (laughs) is removing. Is called is literally removing everything. Everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, You're right. Um. Uh. So like. So she got her tubes tied, and didn't communicate that. Yeah, that was that was really fucked up. Like that's so fucked up. Okay. Let let me. Let like, me add this. She's like, allowed her to body. make that decision, True, but, but she should have communicated it. Yes. She should yeah. have communicated Yes. It. We all kind of said this while we were watching the movie. We were all like, I think Jules might have brought it up, or maybe it was Chess. We were all like, yeah, it's her right to do this. But then at the same time... It's fucked up. It's, it's like, up. you are in a, a, a marriage, and he, he does expect another, another child. And you know, yeah. you know that he expects another child. At the very least, you need to tell him that, hey, look, this is what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. Communicate it. Get over it. Do what you have to do with your body, of course. But don't gaslight him. Yeah, don't yeah. Like, don't like put him in a position where he's like, one day we're going to have a son and you have your tubes tied. That's yeah. unreasonable. Like, and, and, also, <laughs> and also saying expect is, is like, is wrong saying want is the right phrase he wants a son he wants a son he he want he wants another like he wants another child like a lot though yeah he really wants yeah 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 he really wants another kid so like that's something you you talk about and if for sure you you both talk about if he says no and you say yes at least you've had the conversation you have the you have the right at least you have the conversation and you're like and then you go oh i'm doing this anyway 
I mean, it's your body. You're allowed. You're allowed to do that. But but like at least both parties are aware of what's happening. Yeah. Because at yeah. the end yeah, of the day, don't just... do it secretly. Yeah. Because they're married. That's the part. Is it's not like they're fuck. They're not fuck buddies. I think this brings us to uh, the whole concept of communication. Brings up uh, a very interesting relationship. This is the one with I Patricia, agree. played by Janet Jackson, and um, oh man, her husband. I forgot the name of her husband. But anyway, Gavin. Um, Gavin Chaz, you Gavin. really love this scene, Gavin, right? Yeah, Gavin. So you really love this scene. So take it away. <laughs> It's just it's just a gorgeous scene. It's just Janet Jackson feeling guilty about like their kid has some fucking problem. I don't care. I really don't. Died in an no, accident because he was not wearing No, 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 no. I mean like he has something wrong. I assume he's something wrong. But basically she left him. She didn't tie him up. He drowned. I think he drowned in the bathtub. We find out in the sequel. Wait, was that what it was? I thought it was a car accident that he was It was, was that not... or a car accident. I don't remember. It was something ridiculous. She didn't strap okay. him in. She thought she did. And he died. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Gavin yeah. blames her and she blames herself as well. Blamed. And Gavin blamed her in the past. At yeah. least that's and what we're a, told officially. And that is like the most real issue any of these couples are dealing with. It's like. It's realistic. Because like obviously yeah. there's guilt on the mother's side. And then the father is probably upset, obviously. But he loves yeah. her, and it's about him reconciling what happened between like his love for his wife. If the sequel didn't exist, this would have been a gorgeous ending. In the sequel, Gavin's a complete bastard, which is why we didn't watch <laughs> yeah. the sequel. I didn't actually. I have no, no idea as to what what happened in the sequel. I think Chaz is He's the only one who kind of remembers. He become, does he become the dark-skinned evil guy? <laughs> he tries to sue her for the rights to a book she wrote, and then like, he a becomes bunch the of bullshit evil happens. Oh. And he dies in an accident. They like and have him he, go out to Belize before the movie, get like a tan, yeah, come it's, back. It's, yeah, it's 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 like, and I wish that they had resolved that issue because I wish there wasn't a sequel because that's like a real issue that a couple might have, mm -hmm. where there is no clear right or wrong. Like Janet Jackson thought she did the right thing and she didn't, and because she didn't. And their child passed away. She feels so guilty. She and blames she herself. Talk, and she won't talk about it. And he, who wasn't involved in that situation, because he wasn't there probably or whatever, he's like, damn it. Like, our kid is dead. And it hurts me. And it hurts you. Like, we have to figure this out as a couple. I think that's such a real issue. And, like, you know, the fact that he blames her, at least in that time like that's what we find and, out like you know, when it, this happened makes, yeah and it makes sense like, one of the stages when, of grief is lashing out essentially so it's not unreasonable um he gets over it but she mm -hmm. doesn't because they don't never talk about it and so that scene is beautiful exactly. beautifully acted by janet jackson this is actually the first time i actually saw janet jackson in a movie by the way for what it's worth and it's also incredibly ironic which also plays into how interesting the movie is is because she is a psychiatrist and a couple's counselor and she can yep. and everyone comes to her for advice but she can't deal with the issues in her own relationship yep. so it creates like a really interesting dichotomy i like that you mentioned that everyone comes to her for advice because i think that's where i wanted the conversation about how tyler perry portrays women um especially in the last movie uh why did i get married but also in the other movies mm -hmm. um 
he does portray them as being more of the protagonist in these stories than the men. Um, I don't think we that that even, is. Yeah, we didn't even. Talk that is. About I don't Jill think that's a point that's in. Yeah, I don't think even, even that's a point. Of, Scott's character yet. Uh, point of contention um, between us, but he does portray woman as sort of um, having the right sort of intentions, but having lost their way. So a lot of his movies end up being very didactic and preachy towards women in particular because the men kind of fade into the black, into the background. I, th- I think <laughs> a lot of the movies black. is the the solution to the women's problem. Even if it's get with this guy, they don't immediately make that decision. They need other women to push them into that direction. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it was Maya Angelou and... Well, not necessarily just my Angela. It was like the whole council of like elderly women in yeah, it family was, it reunion. Was, it was a fried um, pan of grits in one of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> that was in family reunion. Okay, by the way, um, don't ever make me grits. <laughs> don't ever make okay. me grits. <laughs> oh, I'm, um, okay, so... Tomorrow. So let's talk... You know you know what scene we definitely... We, I definitely wish we got to see with um uh is it Cheryl the name of Jill Scott's character Cheryl I don't remember her name. yes oh, sorry yes it's Cheryl uh it's yeah. the yeah the singer right yeah Jill yes. Scott yeah, okay Jill Scott. it's Cheryl yeah and and uh she uh <laughs> the scene we didn't get so you know how in um family reunion we got that scene of the guy singing to the girl or some shit like that and Sharia made the joke. That's not it's that's not his voice. It's the pussy singing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had gotten that scene for Cheryl because she deserved it. Uh, she deserved it. Yeah. She earned it. Yeah. Cause like dealing with that ball headed goatee evil man, fighting her less dark with hair buff man. <laughs> Up in the snowy fronts of Colorado. With, with also, all of them have blue collar jobs. We skipped that completely. Blue oh, collar yeah. job. They all have blue collar job. Like it's hilarious. So one no, was my a favorite bus part driver. is okay. No, go on, go on. Jules. Yeah, no, no, no. My favorite part is like the guy in uh, the guy Cheryl got with, and um, why did I get married? Mm-hmm. Like his family owned a hotel. Um, this is in Colorado, by the way. So, so a black family owns a hotel. Um, owns like the local gas station and makes enough money that there's one of their sons can just nightlight as the sheriff of, of the of the town out of the good of his heart. Like <laughs> he doesn't get paid to be the sheriff. Heart. Such a such yeah. a big heart. Like, he has a- I w wa- I wonder if we could tell at the beginning of the movie that he was gonna be <laughs> the good guy. Let's see, let's see, let's I see. Hair, hair, okay, uh-huh. hair. Um yeah. Uh, light skin, good mustache. <laughs> Actually, yes. Lighter skin. So many of them had a mustache. Pretty decent facial hair. Just not a goatee. Just not a goatee. It's Just not, not a goatee. goatee. It's not a goatee. And a blue collar job that he volunteers for. That he volunteers for. Oh my god. He cares about his community. Yes. <laughs> right. If you're bald, in, um, black, and have a goatee, fight Tyler Perry because he does not like yeah, you. And, oh, exactly. Exactly. Dude, now, who the, the fuck would, in their right minds would like fight Tyler Perry? He is fucking six five. A. Oh my god! Yeah, Medea is six five. Medea is six five. <laughs> Tyler Perry is six five. And it's not like a lanky ass six five. All right. No. If, no, if he's someone a, he's could a definitively, he's a guy. 
if someone could definitely prove to me that he doesn't lift, he ate his grits. <laughs> I would, I would be blown completely. My mind would just not exist anymore. That dude is muscular as, a, as hell. As a five nine slash five ten man, there's no way. Yeah, I'm short as I'm short as hell, man. <laughs> dude, he would smack us once, we would be dead. Yeah, I think he'd beat the motherfucker beat is the, six five. I could take him in a. I could take him. In, he's six. He's six five. He's not God. I could take him. <laughs> How dare you? I have just been baptized. I mean, to be fair, Shire, <laughs> Shire is five eleven. I could take him. <laughs> you ever, you ever heard the story of David and Goliath? David and Goliath. Um, yes. Yeah. That, yeah. No. So some never. some dude who was like five. Yo, could you imagine though? Some dude who's like, some dude who's like five two. Going up to Tyler Perry, going, "I'm going to kill you," and he's like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> he, he tries, to, he tries to Sparta kick him in the chest and catches him right in his forehead because he's five two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh my god, okay. that's real. That's hilarious. I think, I think we can start wrapping this up. I want to do a couple of things. I think um, one thing that we kind of mentioned at the beginning is that we did like the movies. I at least loved yes. the movies. Um, we all like the movies. There's a very yes. interesting portrayal of men versus women, which I think mm-hmm. warranted conversation, which is why we had this conversation. And he does mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. through the lens of a uh, a, a very, uh, he does this through the lens of a man who has grown up inundated in black culture. So in Georgia, it's, it's very hmm? in Georgia. In Georgia. So it's it's a lot of fun to watch. But I think what we can do to wrap this up is I want to do I want I want to ask you guys two things. First of all, now that you've re re seen the movies, right? What's one joke that sticks out to your mind that sticks out in your mind? And what do you feel like in general? Do they hold up after, you know, it's been a good couple of years since the movies were made. Many, many. Um, so I, I, I guess I'll go first. Um, Mad Diary of a Mad Black Woman was about the same. Um, same thing with Family Reunion. Why did I get married? I still love because I feel like it is a nuanced movie, but I think it sits on the performance of a couple of characters. Before I was like, oh, Angela's funny, and when I was watching this, I was like, Angela treats women well. I fucking hate her relationship with Marcus. Um, and I also hated the pediatrician and Tyler Perry's relationship so much in a way that I didn't think I understand it earlier. The lawyer and Tyler Perry's yeah. relationship. But yes. Actually, like when I was watching Why Did I Get Married, I was actually annoyed because I don't feel like the women were written fairly. I feel like they were written at a disadvantage. So maybe I'm wrong, but that was a thing I was frustrated about whenever you watch those movies. I still like the movie, but yeah, that that was a point of frustration for me. What about a joke? The best joke Does anything is, stand uh, out? I mean, honestly, no, but it must be one of the Medea beating the shit out of somebody jokes because those were not <laughs> funny. Like, I had to have been. Oh one of my those. God. I laughed yeah. at There was all one of moment those. where. Mm-hmm. I laughed at all of those. Oh no, when, when Jill Scott hit her ball cheating guy with the wine bottle, <laughs> that, shit, that shit was my joint. I did and not see great- that coming. And the grits jokes. Every time they threw grits in the mu- every time they talked about grits, those were my two. Jules, what about you? Um, like for me, like nothing. Um, not much changed. Like these movies, I I I thought they were meh. Except for why did I get married? It is one of my favorite movies. 
rewatching them, like I'm falling in love with them again. Like I love, I love these movies now. Um, and uh, the one thing that stood out, <laughs> the 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 one thing that did stand out to me was she legit beat the hell out of somebody's kid at the bus. Yeah, that's what that kid got though. <laughs> Fuck that kid, man. <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> and we never saw a parent come and talk to her and be like, yo, Mania, why you hitting my son? Because they all know. She, she knows her child sucks. Her child's a piece of shit. He's <laughs> like, who gave you that black eye, Mania? It's like, what'd you do? Exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly what, that's what stood with you, man. man. The thing that I took away, it's not a rewatching for me. It's a takeaway. Um, the thing that I took away from it was that Medea was kind of an essential part of the movies in which she was present in. Uh, and I think Angela serves a little bit of that purpose because these are heavy hitting movies that are at the very least worth a closer look. Um, so I have a lot more respect for the movies. That's my takeaway. The funniest joke, well, one of the funnier jokes that I thought was present, other than the ones that you guys have already mentioned, was actually made by, uh, by a lady who plays a very evil character it's in Family Reunion, the mom who gets her child raped. At one point, someone tells her, I'll see you in hell. And she was like, I vacationed there. I died. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah. No. That's such a yeah, gangster she was a line. Man. I wish I were Yo, that gangster. And she still looks the same at 68. I wish I were that gangster. She I'll does look very be. attractive for, was she 68? or was she, No, she was older, right? She's 65 now Maybe or some she, shit like that. 68 she's 68, 68 now? now okay 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 all right uh so who wants to who wants to finish this out sweet baby jesus that's the name of a beer sweet baby jesus is a beer by duclaw brewing company out in baltimore maryland so hopefully you guys hit that shit up sweet baby jesus once again that's the name of a beer adieu adieu goodbye Thank you.